Buenos dias. I'm Tony. And I'm Allison. And welcome to Taco Tuesday with the Bacas, where we talk bikes, love, and of course, tacos. Thanks for listening to our brand new podcast. We wanted to start Taco Tuesday with the Bacas as a way to bring you inside our lives as pro athletes. And also to share our experiences, advice, and knowledge with you along our adventures athletically and together as a couple. First, here's some background on each of us. I'm a professional cyclist riding for the 3-3 Project based in Boulder, Colorado. I grew up in Chihuahua, Mexico and started riding mountain bikes with my dad when I was four years old to later become a two-time national champion. Later on, I moved to the U.S. for college. I attended Midwestern State University in Texas and stayed here pursuing my dream of becoming a professional cyclist. I'm a professional triathlete, also based in Boulder, Colorado. I grew up as a runner and ran at the University of Washington. Afterward, I moved to Miami, where I fell in love with cycling and ended up riding professionally for two years before deciding that I wanted to pursue triathlons professionally. In our first episode, we're going to discuss Tony's first fat bike race in Alaska at the Frosty Bottom. Tony took first place in an exciting sprint finish. So Tony, what was your strategy in the race? So, um, yeah, my strategy, I think, it was uh, staying upright and basically just trying to make it until the last one kilometer decisive climb. Uh, at first, I thought it was going to like, I don't know, 40, 50 guys starting, but we started 80 guys. So I didn't know who was competitive and who wasn't. So I decided just to follow wheels, stay up the front, and that way, in case there are crashes or something, I don't get like involved in that. So yeah, just following wheels, um, trying not to fall, and hydrate as much as I could, and uh, eating and all that. So, because I mean, it's a new experience for me, so it was just pretty demanding uh, because of the circumstances. Kind of like super cold and snowy, and I never done a race in that kind of like temperatures. So I guess coming off of that question, what kind of advice would you give to someone planning to race their first fat bike or even mountain bike race? All right, so yeah, uh, main advice will be uh, try to pre-ride the course. Uh, that's huge in mountain biking and fat tiring. So I guess when you're pre-riding the course, is there anything that you look out for in particular or take note of? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the hard sections, the technical sections, for example, in Alaska, we rode uh, this like six mile um, technical section because I knew these guys always ride there. So they, they were trying to like drop me there. I knew if I was fast enough, I can stay with the group and that way can make it till the end. So Tony, what was a decisive point in your race? I guess where where was the race made? So yeah, as I mentioned before, uh, the decisive part was the last kilometer. Uh, it was a super steep climb and wide enough. So I knew if I made it there with the least people around me, it would be better. So uh, yeah, one of the guys uh, attacked super hard, too many watts for so long. And I was wondering, like, oh, when is he going to stop? <laughs> so he finally slowed down a little bit, and I knew no one was uh, in our wheel anymore. So it was just us two. Then I just decided to sit in and uh, and wait for my distance sprint kind of thing, like 100 meters to go. 
150 meters to go and then I is super attack like sprinted out till the end and I actually made it open a four second gap which means the guy was pretty toasted by then going to race in Alaska in the dead of winter must be quite the experience what was one of the most memorable parts of your trip I think the most memorable parts of my trip will be uh, surviving the frozen temperatures <laughs> making it back to Colorado <laughs> And also um, encountering a huge moose uh, that it was like on the middle of the road while warming up. So we basically had to stop and wait until he decided to move. Because I've heard stories that um, there's more deaths by a moose than bear. So honestly, I didn't want to become part of those statistics. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> That sounds like a pretty wild story. I guess that's par for the course in Alaska. So this weekend we're headed up to the Fat Bike World Championships in Crested Butte, Colorado. And we're both pretty excited to race. I've never raced fat bikes or mountain bikes before, so it should be quite oh, the, the experience. <laughs> by the way, she's getting her new fat bike bike tomorrow. So expect a new IG post. New <laughs> bike day. Thank you, Fatback. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it should be a really great race. I'm hoping for some waffle and beer hand-ups, whereas Tony is definitely a bit more serious about the race. Um, but we're both going to have a blast, I'm sure. Trying to get that rainbow jersey. <laughs> <laughs> is there a rainbow jersey? I hope so. <laughs> okay. So we're back from the Fat Bike World Championships at uh, Crested Butte, Colorado. So Allison, uh, this time you came with me and um, I wanted to share uh, your experience. What do you think about um, racing your first snow race? Uh, please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was definitely quite the experience. There was a range of competitors which made the race really fun. Um, the course was five laps of a six mile, no, six laps of a five mile course. Five laps of a six mile, yeah. Five laps of a six mile course on a groomed Nordic track, which made the race really fast. And, um, it was also at 9,000 feet, which made breathing a little bit more difficult, but, uh, yeah. I had a blast even though I was pretty sick the whole time. Uh, I'd say the highlight though Despite being sick and not being able to finish the race, was um, stopping a few laps short and watching Tony win world championship. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, baby. That was a really cool video, and it seems like people loved it. So I appreciate that. So yeah, um, tell us about like tire pressure. What was the your tire pressure for the race? So we went back and forth a lot with the tire pressure while we were pre-riding the course. Um, the snow is going to be pretty packed down, so we ended up going with 5 PSI, but a few days before the race we had been debating about tubeless or tubes, um, and ended up keeping our tubes in because if the snow was a little bit lighter and not groomed, we probably would have gone with 2 or 3 PSI, which would have been too low for tubeless. Um, but I think 5 PSI turned out to be the, the right number. When we were pre-riding, we changed a little bit. Um, and yeah, 
Yeah, how was how was the course? How was the course um, pre riding it? <laughs> well, of course, I was very confident when I looked at the map and knew that we were going the right way when we were pre riding the course. <laughs> but in fact, we were going the wrong way, and <laughs> I did two laps the wrong way. And Tony went and did another lap the right way once we figured it out. But um, the course was really, really nice and beautiful. There was a little bit of climbing um, and a little bit of descending. Uh, when we were pre-riding it, there was a lot of different tracks everywhere in the in the snow from all the Nordic skiers. Um, but then they ended up grooming the trails the night before, which kind of packed everything down and... If you went off the normal trail, you didn't just, like, sink into two feet of snow like I did when I crashed pre riding it. <laughs> yeah, I totally, um, I totally agree on that. And, uh, actually, I noticed, like, starting the race, uh, the first lap was kind of slippery, kind of, like, more difficult than the rest of them. Can you tell us why? Well, I mean, I'm guessing it's because they groomed it. So there's all these, like, little lines in the, um, in the trail but I was a bit far back so I was riding through mostly tiger tracks whereas I think you were closer to the front yeah I wasn't sitting wheel, so I should have gone like maybe four or something because it was kind of I almost crashed the first lap really but anyway it didn't happen so that's what matters <laughs> so now um yeah tell us about the um, like podiums and all that stuff ceremony at the end what what ended up happening yeah, so after the race, we just kind of hung out for a little bit, and um, two of my friends from Miami were there for the race, which was so great to catch up with them, um, Mario and Kim, uh, and they also podiumed along with Tony, so we were just hanging out in Crested Butte during the day, and we got some food and coffee, and then uh, even... And beer. <laughs> and beer. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and we were kind of just killing time before the podium. And then, of course, on the way to the podium, Tony was like, oh, my God, let me stop and play with my drone. And me being cold and tired, I was like, oh, come on, let's just go. But then it turned and out sick. to be awesome and <laughs> sick. Yeah. Um, but we stopped on this quiet road and, and got some pretty amazing drone footage um, of the mountain and, and the little town of Mount Crestibute. And then headed to the podium at six at a cool little bar in town. And, um, yeah, watched all my friends get called up onto the podium, especially the Miami people just kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because they're making jokes about they come from zero. Yeah. Like two meters over sea. No, okay. a grain of sand. A about grain of sand <laughs> about the two and meeting these guys from Colorado. <laughs> So that was pretty, pretty cool. That was so awesome. And then, of course, Tony getting called up for winning the world championship and um, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. So. so, but yeah, and then after that, I remember we had to uh, drive back to to Boulder because Allison had to work the next day. How was that experience, babe? Man, well, being sick and driving through all these elevation changes, I kind of felt like my head was going to explode. Yeah. But um, well, thankfully... While sleeping, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thankfully, <laughs> Tony drove the whole way, so I didn't have to worry about that. And um, nice. yeah, just fueled by some gas station coffee and <laughs> powered through. Yeah, no, no, it's so good. Uh, we made it like at 1 a.m. and of course, all the caffeine. 
<laughs> uh, didn't stop kicking until like 2 a.m. So finally made it, made it, get some sleep and. But yeah, we're back. We're back in Boulder and really excited for what's coming up. We had a really good experience at our first Fat Bite World Championships. And we're really grateful for HyperThreads providing us with the fast, warm, and good-looking gear to race in. Um, yeah, now waiting on the rainbow jersey. So stay, stay tuned, boys. And girls. <laughs> um... And we are definitely excited to head back there next year. I really want to go back and be healthy and be able to breathe, even though we're going to be at 9,000 feet, so it's still difficult. But, um, yeah, we're definitely excited to um, go back. It was such a blast this year. Um, just go back and have fun, ride our, ride our fat back Corvus bikes in the snow again. Cool, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and we want to thank our sponsors for making this happen. Uh, Fatback. Aminoret. Weaver Technologies. And Brooks from the Club ATX. Thank you for making our inaugural episode of Taco Tuesday with the Bacas a success. And don't forget your daily intake of vitamin T. Tacos. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our next episode in two weeks. Hasta la vista, baby.